Good morning. After spending three months one member short, the Round Hill Town Council has finally filled that empty seat. Welcome to the council, Melissa Hoffman. For Monday, December 10th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Hey, remember this phrase, rubber duckies. If at the end of the day you don't remember a single ad you saw today, but you still remember the phrase rubber duckies, well, that's the power of advertising on the Morning Minute. No distractions, no competitors, just your message. Drop us a line at sales at loudonnow.com or visit us at loudonnow.com slash advertise. And remember, rubber duckies. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. On Thursday night, the Round Hill Town Council voted unanimously to appoint Melissa Hoffman to that empty seat there on the council. They've been looking for someone to fill it for three months since Michael Minshaw resigned on September 7th to move to Missouri. Hoffman will serve until November of next year when the town will hold a special election to fill the seat for the rest of Minshaw's term. That person will serve until June 30th, 2020. But let's talk about this person, Melissa Hoffman. She has a bachelor's degree in science and biology from Richard Stockton University. She is Lost Rhino Brewing Company's cellar manager in Ashburn and the food and beverage manager for Round Hill's Hometown Festival. In her application for the town council seat, she wrote that she is a proponent of smart growth that protects open space and historic preservation. She said her organizational skills and background in project management will benefit the town. This appointment, as I said, comes after three months of scrambling to fill the seat. The town charter says the council had 60 days to fill the vacancy, which would have put the deadline back on November 6th. The town extended that deadline to November 13th since it didn't advertise the vacancy until October. Michaela Van Meckel was the only one to apply for the deadline, but she retracted her application before last Thursday's meeting. Both Hoffman and another person, Megan Albright, applied after the deadline. Go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, six months later, the Washington Capitals will bring the Stanley Cup to Salamander Resort in Middleburg today. The line starts at 6 p.m. and doors open at 7 p.m. There will be a few opening remarks from resort owner Sheila Johnson and the vice president of Monumental Sports and Entertainment, which owns the Capitals. Then, the first 50 groups of up to five people will have their chance to take a photo with the cup. To do that, you'll need to bring a canned good for Seven Loaves Food Bank or a toy donation for Toys for Tots. The Stanley Cup has been to dozens at least of businesses, homes, and events around the world, including in Canada, Sweden, Russia, the Czech Republic, and for the first time ever, Denmark, with Capitals Center Lars Eller. Also, if you wear red, you'll be entered into two raffles, one for a two-person dinner at Harriman's Virginia Piedmont Grill, and another for a two-person meal at the Gold Cup Wine Bar. No word yet on Lovettsville, or as it was known during the playoffs, Capitalsville. Sorry about that, you guys. On Friday, the Loudoun County School Board met with members of our state delegation. There, they told them what they would like to see changed when state lawmakers go back to Richmond in January. They've got four things top of mind mostly, a mandatory dual enrollment tuition fee, the state's rules on school calendars, moving some elections to Saturdays, 
and the controversial request for a tweak in homeschool policy that prompted an outpouring of opposition last week after misinformation spread by Delegate Dave LaRock. On that last topic, school board members tried to clarify for state legislators that they'd like to go back and change the language they initially adopted, but their meeting calendar did not allow for that before the meeting with the state legislators on Friday. They said they would like to make it more clear that the school board does not want to get rid of homeschooling families' option to claim the religious exemption to public school. The board's adopted stance states that it, quote, supports legislative changes to the Virginia Code related to religious exemption from compulsory public school attendance to require that a child be guaranteed the fundamental right to an education by his or her parent or legal guardian in compliance with Article 8 of the Constitution of Virginia through an alternative public, private, parochial, and or approved home instruction setting. School Board Chairman Jeff Morse said the word approved is the sticking point. After the big outcry last week, the school board has voted to send that issue back to its Legislative and Policy Committee, which Morris said will likely move away from words like approval and authority and toward acknowledgement and confirmation. School board members Eric Hornberger, Tom Marshall, and Beth Huck said the school board was trying to get uh, the state code to align with the Virginia Constitution, which states that children have the right to an education. Delegate Wendy Gaditis said she knows firsthand that the majority of homeschool parents are giving their children an excellent uh, education, but she said she also knows of a few exceptions, and it's a hard question how to protect those few without endangering the minority. The school board is also requesting that statewide elections be moved from weekdays to Saturdays. Hornberger said about 70% of the county's public schools are also polling sites. Students are out of school on the first Tuesday of November because it's a standing election day, but it's tougher to schedule around primary and special elections. Other board members and legislators said changing elections to a weekend would also make it easier for voters to get to the polls. The board's legislative consultant, Ron Jordan, said that it may be difficult to get this through the General Assembly because the Virginia State Board of Elections and the Voter Registrars Association of Virginia have been generally hostile to any big changes to elections. Delegate David Reed said that may be because in some, some in the party controlling the House of Delegates, in other words, Republicans, have been against improving voter access for fear that they might be voted out of office. But Reed was hopeful, on a different idea, giving control over the school system's calendar to the school system. Reed said there were eight bills last year that were consolidated into one bill that aimed at overturning the so-called King's Dominion Law, which requires school districts to begin their academic year after Labor Day unless they get a waiver, which is dependent on the number of snow days. This year, he said he's hopeful that can move forward. He said local school boards know best what they need to do for their jurisdiction. And Loudoun County could end up picking up some of the slack in yet another of the state's underfunded duties, lawn mowing and cleaning around roads. Supervisor Ron Meyer has for months been pushing, for, uh, been pushing to supplement the Virginia Department of Transportation's road cleaning and median mowing with local money. Last week, county supervisors voted unanimously to find out how much that would cost. Meyer pointed out that while the county has asked the state to give VDOT more money for mowing and cleaning, state legislators have already told county supervisors there is little or no chance of that happening. And he said it matters, both for the quality of life for Loudoners and for bringing businesses here. He said executives from Airbus have told him that they're afraid to bring clients to their facility at Bowmead because of how terrible the streets look. And he said when Loudon's trying to bring the Amazons of the world here, we have to put on our best face. 
Supervisor Goran Sains from Sterling said if you live in Sterling, you don't have big HOAs taking care of the roads. But while other supervisors supported getting the cost estimate, they were more hesitant about the idea of actually spending more local money on another state responsibility. Vice Chairman Ralph Bona pointed out Loudoun already does something very unusual for a county in Virginia. Every year, we spend millions upon millions of dollars, the majority of our capital budget, on building roads, which is theoretically a state responsibility. He said that's because the General Assembly is shirking their responsibility by underfunding VDOT. This particular year has also been a very rainy year, which meant it was a particularly difficult year to keep the grass mowed. The county has seen record-setting year after record-setting year of precipitation and temperatures, and November was the wettest month since record-keeping began in 1877. But Chair Phyllis Randall pointed out that the unusual is increasingly usual. In her words, can you say global climate change? Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, Duquesne Winery in Percival will be hosting world-renowned singer-songwriter John Gorka for the fourth concert of the Mandolin Wind Music Series. Doors open an hour before the concert to explore the picturesque winery, and there will be wine, cheese, charcuterie, and snacks. It's from 7 to 9 p.m. tonight. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, mow the Morning Minute logo into your lawn to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.